the most powerful motivational speeches that I have ever heard came from people who told me I couldn't do something. <laughs> you know why? Because when they told me I couldn't do it, I was bound and determined to show them that I could. Tell me I can't do it. I will prove you wrong. I will show you <laughs> that you're mistaken. You have chosen the wrong one to tell that they can't do something. Because I believe, and this is real important, I can't, will thwart you, will stop you, will slow you down, will turn you around and cause you to move backwards if you let it. But if you have the proper mindset, I can't, will do nothing but make you that more determined to get to your goal. People will tell you, obsession is a bad thing. They used to tell me all the time when I started out lifting weights, and it don't matter, I'm gonna say this, it don't matter what you do, but I'm directing to me when I started out lifting weights, you lift weights too much. You go to the gym too much, you work out too much, you're obsessed with it. It's not a good thing to be obsessed with anything. Let me tell you this. If you want to be great, not good, not also ran, not second, not third. If you want to be great, the very best at what you do, obsession is a necessity. You must be. Ain't no two ways about it. <laughs> my family gets on me all the time because they'll see me, but I'm in and out and I'm constantly a road warrior and I'm gone. You know, I'm in and out all the time and I don't blink. Why? Because I got left back and I was like, this ain't happening to me no more. And everything that I do, I'm in constant pursuit of greatness. I got left back in the third grade, got promoted at the end of the summer to my right grade, went to the fourth grade, and then got left back again for the whole full damn year. Had dyslexia and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. This is a story that a lot of people know about me because I don't hide it. My point is, is that ever since that day, I've made sure wherever I graduate from, it's with honors. And whatever I do, I'm in pursuit of greatness. And no matter what it is that I'm doing with my personal life, I am an individual that if I'm not successful at what I choose to do, no one around me is happy because I'm not happy because I'm I'm failing at this. That's how I look at life. Everything is about it's not even about the achievement. It's about your pursuit of it. I could sit up there and fail at something and know that I gave my all for me. If at any time I think I've left a stone unturned, mm -hmm. then there's something inside of me that's sick. Obsession. Nobody got to be the best at anything. I don't care if you flip pancakes, you sweep porches, you wash dishes, you bust tables. If you're the very best at it, you are obsessed about it. And obsessed about it means you slept and you dreamed and you ate that. I will be the very best at what I do. I am determined to be the very best at what I am. 
And you and you, nobody can tell me that I can't do it because I am obsessed. That is one necessary key to unlock the power of I can't. First of all, you gotta be obsessed with whatever your goal is. I don't care what it is. You have to be obsessed with it. Question the impossible. The greatest achievements of mankind were made by people who questioned impossible. The Wright brothers, oh, we can't fly, there's no way. If we're supposed to fly, we'd be born with wings. They didn't agree. They flew. Christopher Columbus, the world is flat, Chris, the world is flat. And at that time, it was accepted by everyone to be true. It's impossible to sail around the world because it's flat. Chris said, you know what? I don't care what all you experts say. I'm, I'm just, just let me see. give me a couple of boats and I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna see, you know, I, I know I'm crazy. I know you think I'm crazy, but I, I think I can make it. Question the impossible. Question what people call impossible. Four minute mile was the limit. No, no way possible. Okay, what color you know? What, no way possible. You're gonna run a mile in under four minutes. It just can't be done. Unless you got a machine on your back and some kind of bicycle or something. You can't do it. Roger Bannister said, I think I can do it. I think I can do it. Roger Bannister, Englishman. <laughs> he said, I think I can do it. And he went out there and he preceded to do just that. So I tell you that I can't is the most motivational speech that I ever received. I'm telling you that from experience. I had a mindset when I was striving to be the best on the planet at what I do. I was obsessed with that. I was not gonna let you or you or you stop me from getting there. So I was obsessed with it. I just told my wife um, the other day that um, I apologized to her. She was like, what are you apologizing for? I said, because the journey that I'm on to want to be the greatest to ever play this game or the point where no one ever forgets what, I'm, what I accomplished, I've at times lost the fact of how important you are to this whole thing. Along this journey, while I'm playing this game, that I'll, there will be times where I'll lose the fact of how important you and my three kids are, my babies are, because of how indebted I am in on trying to be cemented in something that will last forever. 2005, I had open heart surgery, emergency open heart surgery. During that surgery, I passed away three times. I died, flatlined, I was gone, I was out of here. I came out of that surgery, I weighed 190 pounds. I looked like a skeleton. People that I'd known for years didn't even recognize me. And, got, and they told me, the doctor, 
this guy, I'm gonna tell you, he didn't even know he was motivating me, but he gave me the most, but I was, I was in a funk, man, I was down. But he told me, he came in a doctor, young doctor, and he said, Mr. Fletcher, I hear that you were a world champion weightlifter, strong. And I lift my head up, and it was hard to lift my head up. I, I thought he, you know, I was kind of pretty good. He was going to give me a compliment. And I lift my head up, and he said, look down at me with pity and disdain. And he said, what happened to you? Man, when he said, what happened, and the way he said it, he said it nasty. What happened to you? He started a fire. He, asked, he looked at me with this day and he said, the champion of the world, I can't believe you ever even lifted a weight in your life. Oh man. Once you have that magnificent obsession, once you question impossible, the two keys, then when somebody like that tells you, you can't do something, when he said, I look like I never lived, but I never, be, you never, my doctor told me you never lift another weight in your life. Oh boy. Oh boy. Not me, not I. <laughs> you have chosen the wrong one to tell something like that to. I will show you, I will show you what I can do. I will show you, I will turn your I can't, I will never, I won't, it's impossible. I will turn it around and I will show you that I can do anything, anything. That is my message to you. Let the I can't fuel your fire. And I, my message to you is if I can do it, Every last one of you can do. You're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show. Welcome to the family, to my existing family. Thank you and big up for joining. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through personal development and business. I am your humble host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, listen, it just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. You know the slogan here, bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. My quote of the year, you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Bob Marley. Three impact secret values that I want you to get out of today's show. Question the impossible. That was by C.T. Fletcher. Value point number two. People who place you can't over your life. People who place you can't over your life. Value uh, point number three, stop defeating yourself. 
before the game has even started. Stop defeating yourself before the game has even started. Today's episode is entitled, So, What You Got? Questioning the Impossible Again. So, What You Got? Questioning the Impossible. Let's make it do what it do and jump into today's show. You know what, family? I was, I was thinking as I was listening to that audio clip, clip, and you know, um, preparing for the show, and you know, I'll have some little notes and everything, and had everything ready, and I started looking it, and I was like, all of a sudden, it was just, it just changed because it changed because I started thinking about how people have come into my life or been in my life that have put that, that, that title that telling me that I can't over my life. And what, what, one of the things that had got me was I remember when I was in high school and really wasn't really a great student. And it was a situation in which I had a meeting with a counselor and the counselor said, you know, your grades really don't look that great. I mean, are you going to college? Like, what are your plans? And I I was just like, I really don't know at this point. I'm, I'm just still trying to figure this out. Let me park there parenthetically. A lot of times in life, family, people will box you or put you in a corner for an expectation of a requirement of what they feel that you should know already. Let me slow that down because I just said something and I, I said it in an elegant way that that I even may have missed it. So I'm going to show you what I just said. Basically, what I said when I unpacked that is a lot of times people put their fears, their limited beliefs, their concerns on you and do not take the time to address their own concerns. So now they put these fears on you and now you take these fears in because now you're feeling like you should know what you should be doing with your life. You should have a expectation of what everything looks like. And I'm here to break the news to you. It's not bad news, it's breaking news. And that is, is if you don't know yet, it's okay as long as you are walking the path of discovery and figuring out along the way. So I say that getting back into our story here of what the counselor was telling me and what she was explaining to me was, is that maybe I should look at alternative options. Maybe I should, you know, think about working in the factory and taking on that job that, you know, that she think I probably could be a good fit for. But what she didn't know was, see, I already had a conversation with my mother. And during that conversation with my mother, then one with my father, they were saying to me, son, yes, there is a great opportunity in here and working in the fact that we've been here for, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. But the point is, is that I want you to figure out a way to use your mind instead of being in a clock in and clock out type situation or better yet is that you seen because you actually did internships in the actual factory. How did you feel? And see, she didn't know that we had these conversations and just as well as the counselor was concerned, so was my parents, because, again, like I said, I really wasn't the best student. 
And the only reason why I wasn't the best student is because I was number one, I was bored because when you looked at the classes that I excelled at the, these classes, which were, were more geared to my, I'll say gifts and gifts, meaning being able to speak any class that I had around speaking, whether I had classes around being able to present or being able to be someone that is training and helping someone else, any classes around things in which it required me to stand up and deliver a presentation, any class around that required me to take what I written down and teach other people how I came up with a answer or came up with a particular solution. All of these things were my gifts, but I still need to work on my gifts regardless. I know what you're thinking. Where are you going with this? Well, let me tell you where I'm going. Family is, is that a lot of times in life, people will tell you what you can't do. And it's, it's going to be hard to, to overcome that at times because you may fall victim to thinking you can't do it. Recently, last year, I decided to, well, no, excuse me. I think it was, yeah, I think it was last year. I had took it upon myself. A friend of mine uh, at work had offered me a free uh, course in which I can go take the, to get my motorcycles license. And the, you know, it, I mean, it came with everything, the, the digital course, and then you had to go in to uh, the actual facility to take the written course. And then, then you had to do the actual test. So um, the, the places was at this was at Harley Davidson. So I, I went in, I mean, I did the test online I mean, did everything that was required online. And then I went into uh, the facility to do the, uh, the written course and then the actual test. So it's the setup is like this one day. It's all just educational based. What I mean by that is you, you're, um, they're teaching you and everything from a theory standpoint, from an experience standpoint, and then you have to take a test. Now, if you do not score higher, I think it's 70%. I'm not sure uh, if the percentage of it changed. So I think at that time it was 70% or higher. If you do not, if you do not pass that state stage, you cannot go on to what they consider the road test, uh, which is basically going on to where they have a parking lot where you can go and do the additional testing. So, uh, of course, you know, I was <laughs> I was one question away from failing that. And uh, but I passed it. I was excited. So I'm excited. So now we're good to go on the next day. The next two days really are going to be on the course. So uh, get on the course and I'm going through the the, the different things. And um, and then sun, so Saturday is them teaching us what we learned that, you know, the previous day from a theory standpoint to taking that information and applying it um, to a live, to a live situation. And I have to be honest, family, I did what most people do. And, and I, you know, looking back at that, even at that time, I, but I caught myself extremely fast. I was frustrated with the, the, the instructor because I felt that he was moving too fast and he was moving too fast as far as he would show us something. And then it was like, okay, now it's your turn. And I'm like, wait a minute. I need to see that again. Uh, but 
the whole thing was is that we only were allowed it so much time. And within that time, he had to compact everything in. And so a lot of those people that were were there, they've already they they've been riding bikes. You know, now it was just time just to go get the license. And there were, you know, one or two people that didn't, you know, that basically did not uh, ride bikes. But the majority you know, rode a bike sometime in their life. I had never ridden a bike. I, I've never, the only, I've been on mopeds. I rode mopeds, but I never rode a motorcycle where you had to, to, to change the different gears and things like that. So I was learning a lot. So that day, you know, I'm trying to keep up and now keep in mind, I am uh, six, five. These bikes were so small. Like my knees were literally in my chest. And so you know, after that first day, I'm frustrated, like I said, with the instructor because he was moving fast. The bike was small. So I'm I'm complaining and all of these things that are going on. And then I caught myself and I said, wait a minute. This is not the instructor's fault. These bikes are the, are this size and somebody your height or even taller has probably done this. And if they haven't, then you will be the first one. So what you need to do is just continue this process and and finish so we go out i go out the next day the next day is the actual test day meaning that you'll test to see if you can pass so you have to go through all these series of events and after about and 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 i forgot the the metrics of it all but in the middle of it one of the guys quit like he was like you know what i'm done my back is hurting he said i thought this may have been for me uh, and he was a much older gentleman. And so he was just like, yeah, this, I'm, I think I'm done. So he parked the bike. He told, you know, let, let us know, shook his hand and he was off. So now I'm sitting there and I'm already knowing the guy that just left and myself, we are the bot. We're at the bottom of the class. We're the ones that are having the most challenges while everyone else is excelling. And that was that was very humbling for me to see because of the fact of, you know, you can do all the studying you want. But if you have not applied this, if you haven't take the time to that's why I always talk about what Arnold Schwarzenegger had that what I got out is out of his book, Total Recall Sets and Reps. If you're not doing this or you haven't had any experience, you can't expect to be great. You can't expect to be good. You can't expect to be nothing but a somebody that's just taking off and starting. And that was a good wake up call for me because what it taught me was, is that it taught me the the aspect of making sure that I am questioning everything. It taught me that even though I'm at the bottom, too, that doesn't mean that it's over with. So as I continue, family, I um, at the middle of the class, um, we had a break. And the teacher walked, he said, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? Now, anytime that you know when someone uses those words in that sentence and saying, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? You know, it's not going to be the best of conversations. But again, me being the optimist, I'm thinking highly and I'm thinking great. I'm thinking he's just saying, hey, you really improved over the day. So I am walk over. He said, listen, based on everything that I've seen over yesterday and today so far, um, and the recent tests, you're not going to move forward. Now you can continue on or you can actually leave. It's up to you. He said, but I just want to be honest with you because 
you know, you failed a couple of the the high points where you can get the most highest points and you didn't even come close. So with that being the case, I just wanted to let you know, you know, if you don't want to stay out here no longer, it, you know, you is in your in your best interest that you can leave. And said, I, I told him, hey, you know, first of all, thank you for the opportunity to be out here. Um, however, I'm not leaving. So I will finish with the rest of the class, regardless if I'm not going to be able to get the license, because for me, this was an opportunity. I've never ridden a bike. I never even, you know, sat on a bike except a moped. So I will complete the, the course. And so I completed it and I didn't get the license. I, I got the certification, but I didn't get the license. And, and what I learned from that was that, you know, a lot of times family is, is that you have to continue to get back up. I know it's cliche that, you know, you got to get up more times than you get knocked down and you do. And so that's why this summer I plan on, you know, taking it again, taking the course again, or I may go and find somewhere where I can go practice on a bike before I even take the course. But there's two lanes that I can take, but I am, I will be going after my motorcycle license within the next year or two because of the point is, is now it's become a situation where to me, this is what I always say it, it. And I got this from Jordan, I think because of that competitive mindset that I have is, it's become personal to me. I'm questioning the impossible of you telling me that I can't um, get my motorcycle. You just told me that I'm not ready to get my motorcycle yet license yet. And so with that being the case, I have to go after it with everything I have. That's why I always say family at that moment, I could have defeated myself. I could have stopped believing. I, I could have said, man, you know, psh, I knew I was going to, I wasn't going to pass this. I knew I would and start going down that whole victim, you know, landslide. But yet I understood that. And, and, and when you start going down that road and we've all been down there, family, and we start defeating ourselves. You start defeating yourself because you you know you're better than what they're telling you you are. You know that you should that that this should have happened to you today, not not next year, next week, or tomorrow. You're saying today, and that's a struggle that a lot of us have, family, when it comes to wanting or wanting wanting or needing to be great or have certain things in life I mean, we're like we want it now we want it now we 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 deserve it now and it can and, and it hurts if we're going to be honest it hurts but it, it is it's a hurt that is just like when when is it going to change when is it going to break when 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 am I going to be able to be in that position to be in that space in which will allow me to really show what I got? But see, what I've learned along the way, family, is you need to show what you got now and continue to do that every day that I get up here. That if I don't have any you know technical issues or the show doesn't get sent out one day or whatever it may be, I still have to show up, and it's challenging because. What you don't want to happen is, is that you don't that you don't allow yourself to be great, meaning that we're on, I think, one hundred and seventy eight or one hundred and seventy some odd uh, episode. And this all got sparked. It all got started because I was taking a course on learning how to build funnels better. And 
I was told I need to publish every day. And because of that spark, it, it, it allowed me to get in a position where I started off small. I started off by doing it on, on a, on a app. And then it went from there to actually uh, focus, getting a better mic then to getting a better sound system to getting, you know, being more conscious of how I'm recording my information and being able to, to hold those episodes instead of just uploading it and not, and not having a copy of it. So, and then I just, just keep working on things. I have aha moments on, or, or, or doing things different. As I stated yesterday, there's nobody that I, I'm aware of that are putting clips in front of their video i mean in front of their audio on podcasts i've seen it on on youtube but not on podcasts so i am searching for these gaps within the industry that i'm in because these the people that i put on on here i'm either inspired by them or there was something that that sparked that moment that i'm like oh Maybe the family didn't hear this one. Let me let them hear that one. And what I loved about C.T. Fletcher's story was the fact that his resilience, his resilience to question the impossible. They told you that you won't be able to lift uh, weights again. They told him that he wouldn't be able to lift weights again. And he, he did it anyway. They told me when I was in the hospital that I may not be able to come out of here. And this was when I was young. I, I told, I shared the story with you family. If it wasn't, I, I still to this day don't know what made my mother do what she did when she literally came to my room and woke me up because, and rushed me to the hospital because of the fact she said that I wasn't breathing properly. And if she wouldn't have got me there when she did, I would have died that night. And there's been many times where death has been on my front door and I'm not trying to turn this dark. I am trying to let you know, I'm trying to imply the, the point of, I'm not going to say the whole cliche. Well, we only got a certain amount of time. No, I'm not going to say that. What I will say to you is, is that it gets to a point where you get tired of being sick and tired. And when you get to that threshold and you go through that emotional roller coaster, finally you have that wake up call, that aha moment, that moment where you're going to, when you push back and you said, I've had enough, I had enough of people putting their false beliefs on me. I had enough of people telling me I can't do this. I had enough of not thinking bigger than where I'm at or imagining bigger than when I'm at because of the fact of, of what I'm seeing right now. And it's tough family. I'm not going to lie to you. It's tough. Every day is a fight to figure out how do I, how do I not just sustain, but build on top of what I'm wanting to build on. I have all these ideals rushing in. How do I not stretch myself so thin that I complete something that I execute on something and then I move forward onto the next thing, why I'm still nurturing the original thing that I put together. So family, I challenge you today. I challenge you over, you know, the year or years or decades to constantly look within, constantly stop defeating yourself before the game has begun. Because a lot of times we will, we will always, we were already say that we can't do something and we haven't even tried it. We haven't even tested it. We haven't even done it. So before you, before you defeat yourself, before you give up, before the game has even begun, think about what you've been through. Think about, cause we all have a story. See, that's the thing. I don't want to, I don't want to partner with anyone. I don't want to work with anyone that has not been through anything. 
And the reason why is because if they haven't been through anything, it's going to be hard when they have to go through something. Mm. I think I just said something there, family. And a lot of times, you know, and reason why that's the case is because when they get hit, their reaction would tell you everything when they get hit by life and life is going to happen. And, and of course, you know, I'm, I'm no, I'm no better than anyone else. And so we all get hit by life. And only thing you can do is, is keep moving forward. And by moving forward, I mean, by identifying and testing out things that you enjoy doing. So you, you know, you can be prepared and pour everything into that. It may not go the exact way you want it, but it will happen if you keep working on it and you keep putting forth the the required effort. There's more to that than that. I hate giving you a high level. So let's give you some tactics. Some tactics is if you want to do a podcast, start today. Get your phone, start recording. If you want to do YouTube, pull up your camera, your phone, start recording. It's simple. I, I know. And, and we make it complicated. And I was one of those that made it complicated. I was like, well, you know, I got to have that. That might because see what happens is we start watching people that we get inspired by and they have all the gadgets and all the toys. But we don't look and say, where did they start at? That's what that's the whole thing is. Where did they start at? Because when you identify where they started at to where they're at and see that timeline, I think that should be be displayed to more people. That's where I think a true gap is, is that you don't get to see the timeline of when someone started and episode and after episode. That's why I love these shows. And I'm not going to I'm not going to hide the shows of of ones I've done in the past. And because of the fact of. I want you to be able to listen to the progression. If you could say, man, that, that was horrible. And I'm be like, you're right. But I, t- I execute it. I execute it every day. I execute to continue to get better at this craft of communication, to get better at putting together a show, understanding what works, understanding what doesn't work, understanding what's arrest your attention, what doesn't, what gets you excited about wanting to tune in and knowing Monday through Friday, you're going to get a show, you're going to get an episode from me. And I'm working just as hard as everyone else. I'm getting up earlier than I want to, because of the fact of I know I have a destiny and only way to achieve this destiny is to, to fulfill the purpose. And I believe, I don't know, maybe the purpose may change along the way. But right now, I believe all of this that's inside of me, where I only need three or four bullet points or notes, because it because of what I've experienced in life and what I've been studying that I have the ability to articulate to inform to be more informative than anyone else. And it's not because I'm smarter than anyone is because of my because of life, life has pushed me to go and listen to personal development to read different books to to do more that's being asked of me or required of me even though i can be dog tired it's a it's 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 really sad when you go to sleep and you wake up just as tired as if you went to sleep and you're like what is going on here but the thing is is it's not is is about questioning the impossible and that's why I'm doing this every day. I question the impossible to get great. I question the impossible to say that they told me I couldn't do it. I question the impossible to say, well, I don't know what you believe, but let me show you what I believe. And if we don't align, that's fine. I'm on a different path. You go your way. I go mine. 
I'll leave you with this last thought, family. Whatever you want in life, I'm not going to say it requires hard work because there are a lot of hardworking people out there. But what I will say is start studying and then taking the information, taking the knowledge you receive and then applying it and, and doing sets and reps and testing it every day that you get a chance to test it. I've been your humble host, E.D., and this has been another Impact Secret Podcast show. Till next time, peace.